The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is our prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. thank you. We thank you for year one. Thank you for year two, for year three, year four, year five. Here we are in your presence thanking you for the sixth year. Here in the power of Christ we stand. No power of hell, no schemes of man can ever pluck us from your hands. Lord, we ask that in every life present in this place, do that which eyes have not seen, that which ears have not heard, that which has not even begun to enter into the hearts of men, and let the name of Jesus be glorified. Honor and glory we give unto you. Honor and glory we give unto you, Father. Honor and glory we give unto you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Why are you sitting down? Greet your neighbor. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Um, and, and, you know, it's a journey. We, we are on a journey. We are on a, a what? A journey. Now, I want to just um, um, recognize some people here. If... Um, you were here with us from uh, where was it again? From Prote Hotel. Can you kindly rise on your feet? Let's see you. <clears throat> Let's clap for these great visionaries. <laughs> okay, okay. God bless you. You may be seated. <clears throat> um, I'm going to skip Scintilla KFA. If you were at Orchid, shout hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, if you were here where we um, it's, it's it's two plus years, right? On this land. Um, is it up to three years yet? No, not up to three years. If we were here when we moved into this land, the first week, shout hallelujah. Okay, if you are here now, shout hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. You know, in, in, in God's favorite house, we, we, we are big on, on the fact that um, church should be celebrated and not tolerated. Our time in God's presence should be a time where we are excited about what God is, is, is doing. Is doing and enjoying God is so powerful. You know, we God really wants us to enjoy Him because, like, like we usually would say that it is your enjoyment of God that sustains your obedience to God. You see, obeying God becomes easy and effortless when enjoying God is, is happening in our lives. Praise the name of the Lord. 
In God's perfect house, our vision is to be filled with the life of Christ Jesus and released into our destinies. Again, our vision is to be One more time, our vision is to be taking the world for him. Amen. And, and we are really excited about, about that. You know, we are totally, totally excited about that. And, you know, there are different types of, of churches. You know, you have purpose-driven churches. You have personality-centered churches. You have program-driven churches, you have attractional churches, you have missional churches, but you see, God's favorite house is a Christ-centered church. It's, it's, a, it's a Christ-centered church. It's, it's, it's not purpose-driven, it's not personality-driven, it's not, it's not program-driven. It, 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 it is Christ-centered. The only person that has to be in church is who? Jesus. It's Jesus. It's Jesus. You see, I heard an illustration some, some time ago about a lady, I mean, was sharing how she, she went to Starbucks. And Starbucks is a coffee house, well, arguably the biggest coffee house in the U.S. And, and she said she went to Starbucks and they didn't have coffee. And, and, and she tweeted and she says, oh, I mean, Starbucks and there's no coffee. And, I mean, somebody re, I mean, tweeted her back and says, oh, I was in McDonald's and there was no burger. And, you know, somebody um, tweeted back and says, I was in KFC and there was no chicken. You know? I mean, let's bring it home. Okay, we have KFC now, right? So you understand the chicken part. Let's bring it home. It's just like saying, I was in Mr. Big's and I was no meat pie. That happened to me last week, by the way. <laughs> I was like, how can there not be meat pie in Mr. Big's? Praise the name of the Lord. And, 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 and she, she, she brought it home by saying, you know, it is a tragedy when you go to church and the presence of God is not there. The one singular most important component of church is the presence of Jesus Christ. He says, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in their midst. If Jesus is not here, we are as good as Rotary Club. Or Sunshine Sisters. We, we will say in God's favorite house that a church is more than a community of, it's, it's more than a community with a gifted pastor. We, we, we say that a church is a community of gifted people. A community of gifted people. People. So, so, so Ephesians 2.10 says to us that for we are God's masterpiece, we have been created anew in Christ Jesus so that we can do good things as he has planned. So Jesus is the center of it all. Jesus is the center of our lives. Jesus is the center of our being. Jesus is the center of our existence. Jesus is not just a good idea that we, we add to our prayers. It's not just an addendum to our prayers. Jesus is all to us. Someone, someone says, A.W. Towser, he says that Jesus is not one of many ways. 
He says, Jesus is not one of many ways to approach God, nor is he the best of several ways. He says, Jesus is the only way. Praise the name of the Lord. Jesus is the only way. You know, we, we, we've shared before severally, I mean, how um, if you look at the, the world religions, I mean, the, the leaders of the world religions, what, what they said about, about the way, about, about the truth, I mean, Buddha on his deathbed, and everything I'm saying here is in public domain, so you can Google it and, and check it for yourself. Buddha on his deathbed says, said um, when he was dying that I am still searching for the truth. I'm still searching for the truth. Krishna says that the truth is like a butterfly. It can fly away at any time. But if you really want to know the truth, you need to chant Krishna, Krishna, Rama, Rama, Krishna, Krishna, Rama, Rama. That is what Krishna said. Muhammad said, I'm only a prophet and I point to the truth. That's what Muhammad said. Google it. But Jesus came and said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Nobody comes to the Father except by me. It is all about Jesus. It is all about Jesus. And, and we, we must not lose sight of that. And, and Jesus has not called us to play politics. Jesus has called us to make a difference. As a church, as a people, he has not called us to play politics. He has called us to make a difference. So we, we are building a, a, a community where there is no politics by the grace of God. It's, it's not ruled by nepotism. It's not ruled by any form of tribalism. That Jesus is the center of it, of it all. So that's why you will, you will hear that you know, we, we are passionate about life change. We are passionate about people knowing God, experiencing God. People coming into service and they just get filled with the Holy Spirit and begin to speak in tongues. Why? Because there's an outflow of the presence of the living God. And we go beyond that to, to um, minister to people. I mean, you know of the bridge. The bridge is a program that connects the, the wants, um, the haves, and the have-nots. <laughs> It connects the, the people, as it were, in poverty with the people with plenty. Everything for 50, I mean, it's, it's a community program where we go to the community and we sell everything for, for 50 naira. You know, people buy deep freezers for 50 naira that are working, you know. People, people buy all sorts of microwave ovens for 50 naira that are working. Praise the name of the Lord. We are, we are adopting schools. God is helping us. You know, Nigeria, in Sierra Leone, in Kono. You know, we are, we, are, we are paying teachers school fees. You know, if you don't... <laughs> Glory be to God. We are... God is helping us to build churches that have been burnt down by um, Boko Haram in the north. There's a particular one in Bauchi that we want to um, um, show us. You know, this um, church was burnt down. They're going to put up the video now. 
And for no reason, obviously, I mean, for no reason, can build a thousand of such. Praise the name of the Lord. But who says we can't build a thousand of such? We can do all things through Christ who who strengthens us. And because none of us is as strong as all of us, Together, who says we cannot build a thousand of such churches? And people say to me, why are you doing the bridge? Are you a microfinance um, <laughs> bank? You know, why are you, why are you I mean, operating the bridge? Why are you helping people jumpstart their entrepreneurship? And I say to them, because we, because we can. Because we can. They say, why do you do everything for 50? Because yeah. why are you building um, 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 a, a, a water system that will supply a whole community? Is that not the job of the government? Why are you doing it? And I say to them, because yeah. because we can. Why are you taking over some schools and paying teachers' salary? You know, why don't you just I mean, meanwhile, anyway. <laughs> Why are you doing all that? Because, because we can. Because we can. Why are we going to rebuild those churches that were burnt down by the insurgents? Because we can. Why are you going to build a radio station that fills people with life? Because we can. Why are we going to build a shelter that everybody in Lekki that is homeless can have a place that they can put their head and sleep and have a decent bath? Why are we going to do it? Because we can. Why are we going to make sure that everyone in this all Lekki Peninsula, nobody goes to bed hungry? Because we can. Yeah, I know a lot of people will criticize, and, but it's fine. It's okay. That's their job. We have to do our job. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> and God wants me to encourage you if you're here, you know, and you're feeling discouraged. You're like, you know, life has thrown you a lot of blows, and you're wondering what is going to happen. Listen, God is asking me to say to you, I'm not saying I'm a prophet. I'm just saying God is asking me to say to you that he will not fail you. God will not fail you. You see, God is too faithful to fail. 
too faithful to fail. It doesn't start with you when you are young and abandons you when you are old. It says in Isaiah 46, verse 4, Isaiah 46, verse 4, it says, I will be your God throughout your lifetime until your heir is what? Is white with age. I made you. I will care for you. I will carry you along and save you. God is saying, I'm not going to abandon you now that you are getting old. I'm not going to abandon you now that you think that, oh, I'm not in my prime. God says, I was with you, I will carry you, and I will care for you. I will care for you. And by the time you get to 2 Thessalonians 5.24, 2 Thessalonians 5.24, you know, God is saying, I mean, the word of God says that God will make this happen. And the reason he's going to make this happen is because faithful is he that has called you. Faithful. See, I mean, I just feel that, you know, there are people here that you've been working with God for a while and it's as if, you know, you're tired, you know. God is saying, don't be tired. You know, God is saying, I am faithful and I will bring it to pass. I am faithful, and I will bring it to pass. Hebrews 10, 23. Again, all the scriptures were rushing to me, so I'm just going to reel them out as, as it is. Hebrews 10, 23 says that, let us hold tightly, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. Why? Because God can be trusted to keep. His promise. God can be trusted. You know, there are things that happen to us. Honestly, there are prayer requests that we have been praying for years, maybe decades now, and it appears that nothing is happening. God is saying to you and I, don't worry, hold tightly, I can be trusted. I can be trusted. God can be trusted. You know, in, in this world, it sometimes can be difficult to find somebody you can trust. You know, you, you think you trust somebody and before you know it, they pull the rug off your feet. You know, and you're like, can I really trust anybody? God is saying, I can be trusted. I can be trusted. God can be trusted. He can be trusted to keep his promise. He can be trusted to keep his promise. If you have not seen a miracle before in your life, I have never seen a miracle before. I'm happy to announce to you, you are sitting in one today. This is a miracle. And it's proof that God can be trusted. It's proof that God can be trusted. Along the way, you know, a lot of you, you know our stories. You, you, you will always have an option. You will always have an alternative to take it to the shortcut or to, or to compromise. Before this land that you're sitting in, many of you, you know this story. We were given a land, right? A, a plot of land. But there were some conditions attached to the land that we have to not preach about Jesus a lot that we should tone down about Jesus. So the guy that gave us the land says, you know, 
I'm not saying you should, don't talk about Jesus again. I'm just saying you should. Everyone say softly. Softly. Now, we're a new church. We're barely a year old. And this is like large expanse of land. And I mean, and it was, and the guy is saying, you can have it. He gave me the papers, but softly, softly on Jesus. It was a tough decision. But the decision has been made before it was even time to make it. So I said to him, with, with all due respect, I, really, I love the guy. I mean, I, I still do. I really do. I said to him, I can't do it. You know, where I grew up from, they said that it's the person that sent you on, a, on, an, on an errand that you are afraid of. You are not afraid of the person you are delivering the message to. And to Baronishel Amberu. So I said to him, I'm, I'm very sorry, I can't do that. The person that has sent me, his name is Jesus. And I can't, I, can't, I can't tone him down from the message. It's not going to happen. He says, you're not going to do it. I said, I'm not going to do it. He took his land. So we're going from hotel to hotel. There were times we would get to, to the church where, we, where we've paid for, agreed for, and they would lock us out. They would say we should go and have meetings in the backyard that they've rented the place out. And we're just going from one place to another place because we believed that God can be trusted. That God can be trusted. Today, here we are. On our own land, lifting up the name of Jesus. (laughs) Praise the name of the Lord. You know, there's an equation that I share a lot, you know. Another question is, is, you see, if you want to go, you know, I, I won't, I'm like a mathematician, if you will. I, I see things in equations. So equations really minister to me. When I saw this equation, it really ministered to me. And the equation is, Jesus plus nothing equals everything. Jesus plus what? Nothing equals everything. He is big enough by himself. He's strong enough by himself. He doesn't need any crutch. He doesn't need any addition. He doesn't need any help. He doesn't need any support. He can stand by himself. And when you have Jesus, you have everything. You have everything. You have everything. David didn't know this equation, but in a way that he could understand the equation, David penned it down in Psalm 37, verse 35. Psalm 37, 35. David says, once I was young and now I am old. He says, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken, the godly abandoned, or their children begging for bread. It is impossible. It's impossible. But you see, when you are making decisions for God, there will be a lot of pressure on you to compromise, to tell you, if you don't, uh, you better do this, you better. Look, I'm here to tell you, God can be trusted. If there's anything you are going to walk away with from here, is that what? God can be trusted. God can be trusted. God can be trusted. Many of us, we are so 
encumbered with time. You know, there's a story in John 11. I, I think you should read it when you get home. As your homework, you know. Teacher always gives homework. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> was with his disciples. He got a message from Martha and Mary that Lazarus was sick. And Jesus delayed. Until Lazarus died, was buried, and was beginning to stink. Then Jesus showed up. And Martha said to Jesus, if, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And Jesus said to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. Oh, Martha says, oh, I know, I know, I know. On the resurrection day, my brother will rise again. Jesus says, don't you understand? You are waiting for the resurrection day. I am the resurrection and the life. Didn't I say to you, if you, if you will believe, you will see the glory of God? Martha says, but oh God, this is four days. By now, it stinks. Jesus ignored her and went where did you place him? And called Lazarus forth. And the Bible says, he that was dead came back to life. In other words, the things that were dead, buried dead, decaying, God reversed the time and restored Lazarus. And so some of you may think that you have lost time. Listen, listen. God will restore the time. Because he is the resurrection. And the life. It will restore the time. There's no need to fret. You know, I say to people, I don't lose sleep. There's not, be, there's not be one day that I can remember since I gave my life to Jesus that I was awake at night because I couldn't sleep because of this problem. Now, my life is not problem-free. I mean, many of you know that. But I go to sleep. You know why? Because of the resurrection and the life. Don't think time is gone. The God you are dealing with <laughs> doesn't operate in time. He can reverse time for you. Let me, let me land with this story. There was a man that had an appointment in Chicago. I, I, I heard this story some time ago. He lived in Indiana. Anna, Indiana to Chicago is about 50 minutes, one hour drive. And he had an appointment for 10 o'clock. And this appointment was going to change his destiny. So he, he left Indiana at, um, at about 9. And by the time he was getting into Chicago, I mean, Chicago traffic kicked in. Stand still. He had the option. Break the, the rules. Break the traffic laws. He stayed in line. And he lost one hour to traffic. So he left at nine. He looked at his time. It was 11 when he was stepping into the building. 
And when he stepped into the building, he was sweating. And he said to, and he, he saw the person that was receiving him, which was the chairman of the corporation. And the man was smiling. And he couldn't understand. And, and, and he said, and this person was a Christian. And, and he said, and, and said, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm late for this, for this appointment. And the man put his hand around him. I looked at this time. I said, you are not late. You are in Chicago. You are on time for your appointment. Chicago is one hour behind Indiana. And God spoke to him and said, you will be right on time for your appointment. I told you you will be right on time. I'm here to say to you today, you'll be right on time for your destiny. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's bow our hearts as we bow our heads. You'll be right on time. I want you to talk to God. God is saying to you today, I can be trusted. I can be trusted. And there are some of us here today, you've heard this word here like, wow, I've never seen God like this before. I want to trust God with my life. I want to trust God with my life. I want to give my life to Jesus. I have never given my life to Jesus before. I want to give my life to Jesus. Oh, I used to be born again. I'm backsliding. Can I come back, pastor? Yes, yes. I want to pray with you. That God will set your destiny back on track. Should I come forward? No, you don't need to come forward. Wherever you are seated, put up your hand now over your head. God bless you. And I'll pray with you. God bless you over here, over there, over here, right there in front. God bless you, right there at the back, at that corner. God bless you. Keep the hands up right at the, at the back over there. God bless you. Keep the hands up. That's me at the, at the corner. That's me. I'm going to trust God with my life. God bless you. I've never committed my life to Jesus. God bless you right there. Another hand there. Another hand over there. That is me. That is me. I'm go- God bless you right there, my brother. God bless you. Keep the hands up. I'm going to trust God with my life. God, God bless you. God bless you. Once you have the card, you're going to slip a card in your hand. Once you have the card, you can put down the hand and cry to God and say to God, here I am. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir, my brother. God bless you. God will honor your faith. God bless you, my sister. God will honor your faith. God bless you. That is me. That is me. That is me. I'm trusting God with my life. Put up the hand. God bless you, right there, right in front here. God bless you. At the back, over there. God bless you. That is me at that corner over there. God bless you. That is me. That is me. I'm, I'm trusting God with my life. I'm trusting God with my life. Oh, Father, we thank you. If you're online, the instructions are scrolling. The, the online church, the instructions, the instructions are scrolling. Oh, Father, we thank you. We give you praise and glory, Lord. Now, the rest of us, I want you to just talk to God. This is a special day. This is a special day. Talk to God. What has ministered to you? What is God saying to you? For some of us, it's it's the comfort of I will hold you. I will not abandon. Yet for others, it is a challenge to step up and follow God. Anybody else, pastor, pray with me. I want to trust God with my life. I want to commit my life to Jesus. Father, we thank you for everyone that is committing their lives to you. We ask in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that you cleanse them and reveal yourselves to these ones. Change these lives. Change these lives. Change these lives, my Father. And let your name be glorified. Honor and glory we give unto you, Lord. 
All right, glory we give unto you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Let's put our hands together for the Lord, for his, for his word, for his kindness, for his mercy.